You're listening to Pilot Lights, which contains explicit content and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised, especially for listeners under 18. Because it would be funny. <laughs> it's like 90% of my motive for life, Sarah. <laughs> Why would I do this thing? Because it's totally absurd. Why wouldn't I do that thing? <laughs> okay. All right. So, hi, I'm Kelsey, and you're listening to Pilot Lights, the podcast where a gal and her pals celebrate their love of weed, snacks, and TV. And I am hanging out with my pal, Sarah, today. Hi. Yay. Hi, Sarah. Um, Sarah has her own blog where she celebrates her love of food. So tell me, what do you do? I'm a food blogger. Obviously, I don't cook. (laughs) I'm not that kind of blogger. I like to write about restaurants in Portland mainly. Um, So obviously, we all know that Portland's food scene is at this point beyond up and coming. Yeah, it's bonkers. It's pretty much insane at yeah. this point. So I do a lot of like best of lists and, you know, like best places to go when you're drunk and best places for Mother's Day and best places for happy hour. Although you really shouldn't check out the happy hour post yet. It needs to be updated. It's still from like 2015, but I'm working on it. Right. I know you're working on it. This isn't coming out until the 25th, so maybe... Maybe it'll be updated by yeah. then, but don't There's still breath. a few places that need checking out. There's still a few. We, we talked about it tonight. So Sarah's blog is The 207 Foodie, and it's the207foodie.com. Links in the show notes, as usual, but go check that out. I've personally used that happy hour list, like... At least seven times, and I know it's out of date, but, like, when it was in date, I would, like... It's gonna be baller when it's back in date. Yeah. Don't worry. But I've been working on it since January. Yeah. So, I, like, know that I personally have used your website, and so... And Sarah also... We, like, went to school together, and Sarah also happens to live right up the road from me and walks by my house literally every day to catch the bus. It's true. And <laughs> so we see each other a lot, and I was like, yo, you like food? Come hang out with me and watch TV. So that's what we're doing. And it's pretty great. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, So before we get started tonight, I have a couple quick things to plug. Um, On October, well, first, on October 5th, so like just a few days from now, um, all of the gal pals are going to be at Halloween at the Baked Boxer in Springvale, Maine. Um, tickets are running anywhere from $10 for a half day pass to $70 for the super VIP, but there's like food trucks and that includes some food and like exclusive swag bags and we have a special sticker. Sweet. Yeah. I'm really excited. Have you had Mama Baldacci's food truck? Yes. They're going to be there. Oh my God. Have you had those like, what is it? They have that like. I've never had them. Okay. They have this like, what is it? The the meatball like sandwich thing. I've seen pictures of this. It's huge. Yeah. But they do it on garlic bread. Ooh. It's like basically a carb lover's dream. Yes. It's we will be eating that. I am certain. So good. So all the gal pals are going to be there. We're camping out. There's going to be music. We're helping to judge the edibles contest. So it should be a really interesting day. Um, we if are, you can remember if it. If we can remember it. Um, we're also going to have a booth uh, where you can enter enter a raffle to win stuff from us um, for for dollar bills or for some things on your phone so bring your phones with you because you can enter our raffle for free as long as you like click some things on your phone for us so um we will have that there for you and then on october 12th if you want to see riley at least in the flesh i cannot be there because i have a wedding that i am contractually obliged to be at um riley is going to be hanging out with the slap 
pals at the slap dance party at flask in portland um it is a donation for the cover they are trying to raise some funds to like have merch at their shows um but they are doing a superhero costume contest that night as oh, well. Awesome. So come dressed as any superhero you want to be. Um, and they're also doing a drive for some local street outreach groups um, for undies and period care products. So if you've got an extra box of tampons or pads or like a pack of underwear that you bought and you tried one on and they didn't fit you... Story of my life. Right, literally. They never fit on Never, ever, ever. Um, but yeah, so if you've got like any of those things kicking around, please bring them out. Um, there's going to be a donation box and it's going to go to some street outreach groups because folks who don't have homes really need things like tampons and undies and pads and all of that jazz. Socks are good, too. I can only imagine. Yeah. That's, like, the last thing you're probably thinking about if, like, you're homeless. Right. But the first thing you want to feel better. you really need that. Right. Like, the first thing that would make me feel better is a pair of clean underwear. Yeah. You know, like, I go to, like, I'm a wedding planner, and I literally bring five pairs of underwear to a wedding that I work. (laughs) Because you get hot, like, especially in July. Yeah. So, like, and, like, the last thing I do before I leave is, I change... My entire outfit from top to bottom, and I go home and clean clothes, and it's like the best feeling ever. So I can only That's fucking a good imagine, idea. you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So come meet Riley at least. I unfortunately won't be able to be there, but hang out with Riley, hang out with all the pals from Slap, Superhero Ladies of Arm Wrestling at Portland on October 12th at Flask. Um, and then, super quick before we start our actual show today, do you have a few sponsors to talk about? The first is our best bud sponsor. They are printmybud.com. They are a division of Full Court Press, which is a full service print shop locally based here in Westbrook, Maine. Woo-woo. Yep. Um, they're actually super great folks. They do it all. So stickers, banners, you name it, anything you could possibly need for an event as an event planner. But like... For the Print My Bud brand specifically, they also work with local cannabis companies to print labels, help them create their own logos and designs. They can guide you through the entire process, which is great because, like, we have our own logo and do our own design, but we don't have the design program. So when we send them our stuff, they, like, fix it up and make it better and then send it back to us before they print it. And it's great. And we love them. Um, but with the Print My Bud brand, they also can do on-demand printing for all of your jar labels, which, like, those rules change, like, I swear to God, every minute in Maine right now. So that's really helpful. <laughs> um, sounds like a... Yeah. It's, like, saves a ton of money. So go check them out. It's printmybud.com. And then our next sponsor is our Always and Forever Love and our subscription sponsor, Sensi Box. They are at S-E-N-S-I-B-O-X.com. They are a smoker's lifestyle box. Um, so every month you get a box in the mail and it's small and it's discreet and your in-laws that maybe live in your basement won't know it's for weed stuff. Uh, <laughs> I mean, except that in-laws would smoke weed with me. Oh, uh, well. So I mean, probably wouldn't care. My in-laws would I don't have in-laws, but my mom would, too. (laughs) Um, Everyone likes weed these days. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, But every month they send you a pipe in and of itself that is usually really nice, like always really nice. In September, we got an alpaca one. What? Yeah, we have a hedgehog one. There's been a starfish. There's a sloth coming out in December. Um. They're so great. So in October, they're sending out a Sherlock pipe and then a bunch of, like, Halloween fun-themed things in the box. And we've gotten everything in this box from, like, socks to eye drops to rolling papers and, like, weird fun blunt wraps. Like, we got pineapple-flavored blunt wraps one time, which were awesome. (laughs) Um, you're basically smoking a pina colada. Right. It was great. Yeah. So, and that's for 35 bucks a month. So it's like totally worth it. The bowl itself is always worth at least 50 bucks. And then all the other stuff is so much fun to check out every month. Um, If you do go over there and sign up for a subscription, give them the code RK10. You'll get 10% off your order and you'll give a little money back to this year's show, Um, which is super helpful for paying those bills. Um, and then finally our stoner sponsor tonight 
is Lisbon Cannabis Company. They are located at 60 Capital Ave in Lisbon Falls, Maine. I haven't actually been into the store yet because I met them at the event that we did in August, but all of the displays that they had out were really nice. I, I can only imagine that the store is really well run too. Um, you can find them online at lisboncannabis.me. Um, and the strain that they gave us to check out is called Charlotte's Web. So it's actually a really minor amount of THC. It's 0.3% THC and then a really high, high CBD content. And I was telling Sarah about this earlier. They developed this strain by a, a Colorado breeder named the Stanley Brothers for a young epileptic patient named Charlotte who needed the CBD to control her seizures, but like was a kiddo, so didn't want to spend her time high. Yeah, you really don't want to get a kid high. No, like, I have a kid who maybe should be on some CBD, but we'll get there later. Like, uh, <laughs> baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. Um, but yeah, like, this is a great strain for those of you who, like, really don't want the psychoreactives of THC, but want all of those, like, amazing calming benefits of CBD. And one of the best ways to ingest that is actually by smoking it still. Um, so, relaxing. Your body feels better. It's just a good one. Um, and finally, we're going to round out our Stephen King special month Woo! of main ridiculousness um, by watching Under the Dome tonight. Sarah, what's your, like, Stephen King connection? Why did you agree to do this thing with me? I mean, we live in Maine. Right. So <laughs> it's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. Also, the fact that, you know, everyone's talking about it. Yes. As we are recording this right now, chapter yeah. two is out this weekend. Just came out. I'm going to the drive-in to do the double feature situation. I cannot watch it. I it cannot wait. Terrifying. <laughs> I'm a big wuss. I got about 50 pages into it. I tried to read it and it was too much for me. <laughs> And I've been so. reading it since I was 10. Um, <laughs> but tonight we're going to check out Under the Dome. This one is on Amazon Prime only. So good job, Stephen King, because we watched a Netflix only, a Hulu only, and an Amazon Prime only. So wow. like, Wow, he's getting his royalties from everywhere. That man is pretty good businessman, let's be real. Have you seen his house in Bangor? Uh, yeah, we talked about this it's on everyone pretty. this month. Yeah, I know. Um... But we are going to check out Under the Dome. This one is based on a book of the same name. It's three seasons, so I'm sure it goes off the tracks with the book. I literally watched the first episode and got annoyed because it wasn't exactly the same as the book, which is what I do for 100% of TV that is based off books that I love. So heads up, I haven't watched Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> like, literally got pissed at the first episode and was oh, like, done. Oh, boy. Done. Game of Thrones was good I, until they I heard. stopped following the books when they went off the deep end and they just i don't even know what they did yeah it just it went bad real fast and i honestly only finished it just to say i finished it yeah because like i'm one of those people like i start a show and i just i have to know how it ends just have yeah to know. i watched one episode and was like that's not how it happened in the book <laughs> we're done uh, <laughs> and i did that with under the dome too but I'm going to give it another shot and, like, actually pay attention this time, too. Well, I've never read the book, so I have no idea what to expect. It's another one of those books that, like, Stephen King has a scary thing happen in a small town, really, so that he can expose the small town demons. And that's, like, what it's all about. Yeah. Um, that's, like, Stephen King in a nutshell. That's pretty much... He just much... wants to expose all the small town demons. Right. Like, it's really a commentary on, like, rural life, particularly in Maine, and, like, Always what that really feels like. Um, Do you feel exposed? Sometimes, yes. Yeah. Like, I'm from a really small rural Maine town, <laughs> y'all. Like, really small. So, like, I could see these things happening in a lot of the places that I've lived around Maine just because, like, there are closed-minded people, you know? <laughs> like, it's real. It's life. It's how towns work, you know? And I think he does a really good job of getting to the root of that. And I think that's why so many people, even outside of Maine, like, really love his writing. Makes but, sense. Anyway, this is my high English nerd. Sarah and I took a bunch of English classes together. It's and fine. women and gender studies classes. Yes. Slash combined those. <laughs> All right. 
is happening. Okay, so this is the pilot episode. This came out in 2013. I'm going to read the synopsis real quick. It says, when the residents of Chester's Mill, which we just drove under Chester's Mill Road to come home, by the way. did? Yep. Find themselves trapped under a massive transparent dome with no way out. They struggle to survive as resources rapidly dwindle and panic quickly escalates. I remember hearing about this coming out, and I think I, like, wanted to watch it, and then I didn't. I feel like it's got a bunch of good people in it. There was literally one scene, and we'll talk... I'm gonna, like, give you all a content warning now. It's Stephen King. Content warning for everything. Um, (laughs) Trigger warning. Yeah. There's a scene in this that I remember being more rapey in the books than it was in the shows, which is, like why I got frustrated because I was like, that's not how that happened. So yeah. All right. So we're starting the show and there's a bird hatching out of an egg and it's very close up and I feel like I'm watching a Hitchcock thing. I don't like it. Yeah. There's a lot of birds. There's birds happening. Flying bird. Screeching. <laughs> it just says screeches. Bird noises. I have to watch everything with subtitles. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Mostly because we usually have a 13-year-old chattering. Oh, and now we're in a guy digging a giant hole in the middle of the woods. And he's got nice arms. Yeah, he's Ooh, kinda, and a nice bum. He's kind of hot. Oh, but he just dropped a body oh. in it. So maybe he's not that hot anymore. He, oh. And yeah. it looks like... Was that a man or a woman? That was a man. So an older man. And now we're at Chester's Mill Town Hall. And there are cop cars. Ooh, we're in the jail. Ooh, lady cop. Pretty lady cop. Testing our accommodations. <laughs> Sorry about the <laughs> sheriff in the jail cell? Sleeping. Sleeping? <laughs> yeah. Car backfired. Bang like Tommy Anderson finally shot his wife. Oh. Foreshot her? I didn't want to overreact. So basically, someone called in a noise, and this, like, young lady sheriff. Is telling the big man sheriff about it. And now we're at a restaurant called Sweetbriar Rose. Oh, oh that's the guy from, um... You tell me what he's from, because I'm the worst at this game. Breaking Bad. He plays Hank. Oh, he does. He does. That's where I recognize him from. Is she the aunt from the original Sabrina? I don't know. I feel like she might be one of the aunts from the OG Sabrina. Hoping we're a little busier than here. Yeah, that's totally Hank. It sounds like her for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's totally her. Yeah. Oh, he gave her a big tip. Oh, but he's... We're all together. So the mayor in politics, and now people are naked and fucking. And right? now we're doing it. His eyes are crossed, though. That's weird. Oh, she's really cute. His eyes being crossed is really messing with me. <laughs> she's just really close. No, his eyes are crossed. <laughs> it's weird. All right. So, Cross-Eyed Dude is in love with Angie. Who's Angie? Her. But who's Angie? He just said her name. <laughs> oh, she's Angie. And she's like, yeah, it's been a fun summer, bro. She's like, bye. Yeah, we both know what this is. Oh, Junior. A summer fling. No, I'm not. I'm, uh, I'm dropping out. Oh, Junior, don't drop I'm out. I'm done. Are you insane? Yes. I've never been. Definitely Trust insane. Me, college is just another... Lame-ass pyramid scheme. I mean, he's not, not wrong. Oh, she does not want this. She's like, I don't want a relationship. And he's like, I don't want to be with you forever. Oh, God, I've loved you since third grade. That's so much. And her face says that. Oh. Cross-eyed and all. I have a feeling that's not going to be true. Um, do you listen to any murder podcasts? How do you feel about true crime as a genre? (gasps) Ooh, yeah, hence why I gave that warning, y'all, because this gets violent real fast. I do like true crime quite a lot. I'm fascinated by serial killers. They're always juniors. 
I also just finished watching Mindhunter. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. I know. It's only two seasons. I know. It's really good. I know. It's got the guy who was on Glee on it. I know. I have all winter. It's weird. Oh, there's a goat wherever we are with this curly redhead. Goat. I like goats. <laughs> Ooh, she's also very pretty. Small town Maine does not have this many pretty people. No, I would like to like, like. They usually look a little more. But if you're just having a problem with your. A little more. In my opinion, blue collar. Like the, your body just gets worn down a lot faster. Yeah, like you're working really hard. Right. And a lot of people in rural Maine work really hard to eke out very meager livings. Yeah. And they pay the toll with their bodies. Also, I did listen to one podcast. I haven't listened to it in a while because, like, I got, like, too into it and I needed a break. Yeah. This is the murder one. I'm trying to remember which one it is, though. Uh. The female one. Yeah, I know. Uh, the, 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 the murder. Nope. I know. I can see it. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows it. It's in the top two of your feed right now. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Uh, why the can't Marinos. I get? Yes. Why can't I get to their names? I because I listened to everyone but them. Because I was also too into them and had to stop. Um, I just was like binging it too hard. My favorite murder, Jesus my Christ, Kelsey murder. Dunham. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's the one. Yes. I was listening to way too much of it. So that's the only podcast I listened to. Yeah. Okay. So basically, this. Redhead is the reporter, and she has been called by this older main lady who's, like, noticing that there's all these, like, giant propane deliveries happening, but nobody knows why. And now we're back to hot dude burying a body. And cutting down trees. Yeah. And bleeding. Oh. Well, that's On his aviators. When you cut down trees. And bury bodies. And he's driving a charger. I feel like this is not the most efficient vehicle for the backwoods of Maine. No. He should probably have at least an SUV or, like, a Forester. I was going to say, just get a Subaru Forester like the rest of us, buddy. That's literally, like, the car of Maine. It's Subaru Forester. That's what I drive. (laughs) I love mine. Um, so, hot deputy sheriff lady is engaged to firefighter a man? firefighter, and they have better insurance than the police. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Which I, you would think they would need to, considering, like, they go into the health hazards flames. of that job. Oh, so now dude who is burying a body has a gun in his car. Yeah. As he's driving on the phone. And we're about to pull him over. For speeding? No front plate in Maine. Oh. So law. Yeah. What a law. I know, which I've never really understood because I did not grow up driving. Ah, cows! And then cows just appeared just out of nowhere. Just were in the middle of the road, which is a thing that could happen They're in Maine. Just... And now his Dodge Charger is in a cow field and doing, the cows are very scared. Doing cow things. Right, and he just buried a body and now he has to deal with the fact that he's got a flat tire in the middle of a cow field. And that is not how you want to be spending your post-body burying time. He's having a great day. Especially when the cops already wanted to pull you over. (laughs) Yep. A plus. He's just like, man. Yeah. And his jack is not in there. Could this day get any better? And here... More cows. Oh, the birds are being weird. It's never good when the birds are weird. There's rumbling noise is happening. When the birds are being weird, it's usually a good sign that, like, shit's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay, so we're in Mayor's office. His name is James Big Jim Rennie, and he's also a car salesman, which makes perfect sense. That doesn't surprise me at all. And the church bells are ringing, and the ground is shaking. It's like there's an earthquake happening in Maine, which does happen, people. There was one in 2012 at USM. I was in Gorham, I remember. (laughs) I was in the middle of trying to, um deal with my furnace and I thought I blew up my house <laughs> oh no and Duke the sheriff something is wrong with him oh, oh what just happened big boom explosion something happened like the ground just like puffed up and a cow oh! just got bisected in a really gross graphic way oh my god you guys it's like there's a clear dome over the entire town 
but nobody knows it yet. And they just had to tell us about it in the most bloody way possible. By splitting a cow in half. They did it in Night of the Living Dead with a dog. It's like an old horror movie trick. Do you love horror movies? I love horror movies. Sarah's face tells me she does not love horror movies. I don't I, no, I, I scream. Don't touch it, don't touch it, don't touch it! Oh, he just stuck his hand in it, no! That's the opposite of what you wanted to do, bro. You already are murderer. Now you have your hands covered in... Cow blood. Oh, Dead cow blood. He, like, can see the line through the barn. So, like, cow... So, is is he on on the the in or the out? I think he's in. You think he's in? Yeah. Oh, okay, so he touched it, and it's making a, like, whoosh, like, kind of, uh, Star Wars noise around him. Yeah, like a lightsaber? Yeah. It's a very Star Wars kind of noise. Ah. And he left a bloody bloody handprint on it. Ew. That's creepy. Alright, and now we have credits. Under the dome. Crazy, it's like there's a dome over the town that split the cow in half. Oh, that was the whole credits. Those are. Uh, uh, can we gl- drop it? Can it? Just we get it. We get it. The cow is dead. Okay. Okay. So there's a young kid. Sorry, car spit out. Different young kid. Yeah. What happened? Dressed in the bisexual main uniform. He's got a long sleeve T-shirt with a hoodie and a jean jacket. <laughs> I have never understood that look. That is my look right there. <laughs> I don't get the jean jacket and the hoodie together. That's a lot of look. It's warm. Yeah, but why not just the have the, the hoodie? Why have the jean jacket as well? Because the jean jacket's cool. So the sheriff's pacemaker did a weird thing. Because of the explosion. Yeah. So uh, the police radio is starting to blow up. Things are not good. No, they're starting to realize they've got a capital S situation on their hands. With sparks. Sparks. A twister? Was it a twister? Well, no. We don't get twisters. We're watching a plane fly over this. Okay, the young kid in the look that Sarah doesn't get is poking the thing. Dumb. Yeah. Like those ones for dogs? That's not how that works. That's not how invisible fences for dogs work at all. Nope, it gives them an electric Pretty shock. Sure it's a noise. No, as it's well. A, oh, is it? Oh, there are birds dropping out of the air as they hit it. Lovely. Oh, gross. Dead. Very dead. Broken neck. You may want that that bird so later hi- for food. Right. So high? How high is it? There's a seaplane flying over. Can't be that high then. Right. Oh. Well, seaplane just burst into flames. Cause and it, it's about to fall on Kid. Kid, move! Dude, go, move! Go, run. That is a dumb kid. Ugh. Ah, there's Ugh. a leg! Ah! The there are literally that? flaming body pants. Pants. Body, body pants. Body. He was wearing pants. <laughs> one leg. One body leg of pants. parts. So the prop plane just exploded in midair. Or that's what it looks like. And Mr. Mayor Car Dealer Dude is like, what the shit? Is your phone getting any service? And now there's no service. Well, if you're under a giant dome, I imagine that the cell towers aren't going to do their jobs. Unless you're under the dome with With a cell cell tower. tower. And now they're going through some random lady's bag. That came out of the plane, I think. Sanders from the bank. She sponsored our little league team. Oh, man. Mrs. Sanders from the bank fell out of the sky. Can it oh even no, get oh in? no, this fire truck is gonna hit it. Oh no, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, they're trying to stop it. Okay, Mr. Murderer guy's not feeling so bad. Stop, stop. Right, he's trying to stop it, and the truck is not realizing what he wants, but managed to stop. Why can't we hear the sirens? He did stop. No, 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 stop! Oh. Sold. The firefighter literally just walked oh. into it. Yep. F-A-A. Okay. Yes. Shut down so. Okay, what if the government built this thing? So they cannot hear the people on the outside at all. I doubt it. They can see them. They can see them. Nobody can get through. Because it works. It's like a wall. Yeah, it's like 
Oh well. Oh. And now there's the local radio station. Oh my god, I remember these guys being the only part of the show I loved. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, it's the radio station. So there's. Oh, that is weird. Why is all of the stations, all of it's the places? They're the only one under the dome. That's a radio station. Yeah. Which means, yeah, your ratings will be great for those that are listening under the dome. Yeah. No one else can hear you. Yeah. All right. So, hoodie kid. Oh, he just got out of his murder injury by blaming it on the plane. So the sheriff gonna like get away with murder? I don't know. I bet you, small town big secrets, it's gonna come out. Okay, so fiance boy is on the outside, and she's on the inside. And nobody can hear each other, and everybody's gonna start freaking out in approximately thirty seconds. I don't understand. What is it? It's a dome. It's a dome. Uh oh! And now the fucking mayor's here, and the sheriff does not look happy about it. What's your step, Jim? That's Chuck Thompson's plane, isn't it? Not anymore. It's nobody's. It's nobody's plane. Cause it's crashed. Oh, and now people are starting to crash into the dome with their cars. The whole family's DOA. That's terrible. So they can't get out in any way. And they don't know how high up it goes. High enough. Yeah. Can't get in. Yeah. Can't get out. We're trapped. Yup. No shit, Sherlock. Big Jim. Was that his name? Big Bill? Big, Big Jim. Jim. Of course it is. <laughs> you can tell he's a douche. <laughs> so, if he's big, I wonder if Junior is his. Which is why he's probably a douche. So, Julia is our reporter lady. I'm the ranking official here, and I'm ordering you to leave. Jim! She's like, wait a second, reporter lady's like, my car's getting taken. It's a Prius. The deputy sheriff lady has to drive a Prius. Very fast. Have you ever driven? No, you don't drive. We've just talked about this for like an hour. Okay, so when I was in Florida visiting my mom last fall, I drove her Prius. There's like a rating for every time you accelerate and then decelerate. So like you get a like score for like how environmentally friendly your acceleration was, your driving, and then your deceleration. Which made me want to get a hundred. But the only way to get a hundred is by driving like a total douchebag. <laughs> it was very very hard. Okay. More redheads. Wait, so it looks like these people are just driving through. Except they're probably stuck. Alright. Someone's diabetic. Yep. Mom, seriously, can we please drive somewhere else? I refuse on my last meal here. You're not going to your execution. You're going to camp. They're taking their daughter to camp in Maine. It's a great program, Nori, and as soon as they say you're ready, you come home again. Los Angeles. Awesome. Nori doesn't want to live in L.A., and those are clearly her lesbian moms. Yep, so she's adopted. Yep. We can stop for lunch later. And we don't have to stop for lunch in this small podunk town where the cops are speeding by. But turns out we can't leave either, and she's diabetic, so that's going to be a problem. Which means she probably dies. Womp, womp. So, reporter lady and murderer dude are just wandering around together. And it, like, cut trees in half, like, limbs are lopped off. 
be stuck in here a while. It cut everything. I yeah. Think it touched. Wrong, suddenly becomes right. The army's gonna quarantine this place. Your military, huh? Not recently. So we're getting a little bit of backstory. Former military, current murderer, house cut in half. That's fucking terrifying. Oh, lady's arm cut in half. That's awful. I think she's gonna die. Oh my god, can you even imagine? Her husband... Reporter lady has a husband who's a doctor at the hospital. There's... The radio people are the ones who are figuring out that something is very wrong, very fast. Because they're the only ones that are on the air. Or they were. Yeah. Whoa, Councilman just whipped his dick out metaphorically to... I bet it's small. Okay, so Junior is playing... Ugh, God, I hate those knives. With a butterfly knife. Oh, is that what those are called? Yeah. And he's doing it really well. And this he's is an emergency making... So please pay careful attention. My name is Councilman Okay, Rennie. so... Big Jim, Big Jim is on the radio. And this is not good. So stop what you're doing. You're gonna hit a wall. How do you accidentally And how do you accidentally knock out a girl's tooth? But pull over. No, it's not. Oh, God. Watching a car, a truck crash into that at, like, high impact was awful and terrifying. And everything is mush in that truck. That was just accordion. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. Nothing about this so is all right. So get in your car and drive the other way. Right. Oh, the daughter just fainted. Are you okay? Keep her head up. Oh, the daughter is having a weird seizure. The pink stars are falling. What the fuck does that mean, Nori? In lines. What? The pink stars are falling in lines. Okay, I'm gonna pause right here, cause a weird thing just happened. And we're halfway through. And Sarah and I had the most amazing snack. And we have to talk about it because it wasn't really a snack. It was, <laughs> was lasagna the size of Sarah's head. Um, it was bigger than my head. Yeah. Holy so crap. It was a brick. It was so good, too. Um, our snack sponsor tonight was Da Vinci's Italian Eatery in Lewiston. So Sarah and I left Portland and got out of we town. Did. We finally made it out. I know. Um, they're located at 150 Mill Street. You can find them online at davinciseatery.com. And this place was A, huge, but didn't feel like it to me. Yeah, they also said, like, oh, it's going to be a 20-minute wait for two people, whatever. It's Friday night. Yeah. Literally five minutes. Yeah, I don't think right we in. were there for longer than that at all. Like, it was no wait at all. Yeah, and, like... It's it's kind of like an old school classic Italian menu that you would find at like, I mean, but it was so like good. you'd find in New York maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that you'd find it in Portland very much. Well, maybe like Roma. Right. Roma has like the old school Italian. Yeah, You've got it, a lot of the parm, like the chicken like. parm. So I had chicken parm. Sarah had lasagna. Sarah or gonna, did it have me? Sarah's gonna have oh lasagna God. for the next three days of her life. Uh, yeah, I could serve it, like, right for many meals. Right. Oh, my God. It was so much food. And I got the small portion, which was, like, I could have brought it home, but I, like, pushed myself to finish it because it was really good. If I had brought, if I had actually finished mine. Yeah. 
Um, well, I would not be wearing these pants. There would be a very, <laughs> very big hole in the back. I definitely put on sweatpants the moment we walked through the door. It was a thing that needed to happen. Can confirm. Um, but yeah, Da Vinci's Italian Eatery up in Lewiston. So good. Like, huge, 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 absurdly huge portions. You might want to wear elastic Yeah, they come, everything comes with garlic knots and either soup or salad. Oh, the garlic knots are really good. Yeah, they were really good. And we, like, downed those. Then we each got Caesar salads, and those were really good, too. Uh, And then we just stuffed our face with carbs. Yeah, and then we had carb overload, and it was great. Um... They did want us to share with you that they have a few specials, especially for those of us who maybe have the munchies and need a lot of food for an affordable price. Um, so Monday through Thursday from 3 to 5, they do early bird specials as well as happy hour specials every oh, Monday through sweet. Thursday. So for like... I think it was a really reasonable price. You got, like, a three-course meal. I think it was, like, ten bucks. Ten bucks. Yeah. So, like, that's a great thing to do. Um, Also, Monday through Friday for lunch, they do an all-you-can-eat pizza salad soup buffet situation, which I can imagine is delicious. Um, And then they also do that on Tuesday nights from 5 to 8. So if you're looking for, like... A really great way to eat a lot of really good Italian food that is the way to go um, for That's cheap. awesome. Yeah. That's um, a good reason to drive down to Lewiston. And, like, Lewiston, I know that, like, we talk a lot about Portland, but, like, Maine in itself has a good food scene. Yeah. And, like, Lewiston is, like, a 40-minute drive, and you're out of Portland. It's not the end of the world, guys. Yeah. Plus, like, <laughs> there's, you know, it's a lot less people everywhere you don't have to worry about tourists in your face yes especially for those of us who live downtown in the summertime it gets a little overwhelming and so if this was a really nice change of pace right now and we got in like sarah said in five minutes on a friday night um at eight o'clock so yeah um they were awesome. I really love them. I will definitely be going back. And, like, now that I work from home and can kind of set my own hours, that early bird special sounds That's like a great after-school treat for my kid. And then come home. And never leave the house again. Yeah, and unbutton your pants. Yes, that's all I wanted to do as soon as we got out of there. (laughs) All right, let's finish up with the show because we are about to be in carb weed coma. Uh, (laughs) I'm already there. All right. All right, so Hoodie Kid, oh, is Angie, the girl. Oh, it's his brother. Brother. Her brother. Yeah. So she came home from work to figure out what's going on. Joe, what is it? Mom's having brunch with Uncle Steve at Denny's. And? Angie, Denny's is in Westlake. So what? That's on the other side of this thing. So basically... Now the family is separated. Right, the kids are realizing they're stuck there alone. She's like 19, he's like 15. Um, There's a ton of people swarming the hospital, which likely doesn't have power. Well, it probably has backup generators. Yeah. But there's not gonna have enough space for all This is a like rural small town. Uh And now she's gonna find out that her husband is having an affair. Yep, and she's attracted to Mr. Attractive Murder Man. Yeah, well Murder Man has murdered somebody. Right. Okay. So the place is now being swarmed by reporters outside. And hot deputy lady is like, we can't fucking hear you. And now the army trucks are starting to show up. But and what that's are they gonna do? not good. Or it's good. But they are carrying large guns and they are shooing people out of there. Which I imagine is... And they're wearing weird quarantine fucking suits. Hazmat suits. Like, Shit. E.T. is here suits. And now they're, like... And I can't even imagine... Investigating and, like, looking for electromagnetic frequencies. The anxiety that that would give me. You know, I'd probably just curl in a ball and start rolling back and forth. (laughs) And just be like, I'm done. So, Angie is now wearing a candy striper uniform at the hospital. 
And are those real? What the candy striper uniforms? No candy stripers. I was one. Okay, so they are real. Yeah, they're totally real. I've like heard about them in literature, and I've like seen them in movies, but I've never seen one. I was one as a tiny child. I was maybe like eight. Um. Okay, so she's talking to hot murder dude, and they're smoking a cigarette, and everyone is very stressed. Oh, well, and Junior is playing with his butterfly knife outside. and watching this situation. And I'm pretty sure he's going to want to murder her. I think he wants to kill himself. I don't know who. I think he wants to kill everyone. He seems like an angry white man. Which is like, you know, this country's problem. I mean, at least he doesn't have a gun. Right, he's just got a knife. And is looking at one particular person instead of all of the people. So he's just going to murder her. Right. So murderer guy just wants to get out. And so she's like, yeah, so do I. Okay. So the lesbians have shown up and are fighting over the daughter already. <laughs> I love the they lesbians. They seem like a really happy couple. <laughs> they seem like very stressed out parents. <laughs> they could be that as well. They're taking their daughter to, like, prison camp. They're pissed and stressed and don't no, know what to do with her. Oh, because she's a hoe. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> They're not handling this whole sending nudie pics very well, but she did break a girl's tooth, too. Look, so, like, and yeah, she's no a hoe. <laughs> right. I mean, power to whatever. Oh, he's the only counselor there. Mr. Mayor guy. I don't think he's the mayor. I think he's a city councilman, which is even, like, more small-town big-dick-swinging bullshit. He's douchey. He played Hank. He's always douchey. I liked Hank. Did you? Maybe I didn't watch enough of that show. I didn't. I mean, I like the fact that, like, with Breaking Bad, you get to watch the hero become the anti-hero. Yeah. That's the appeal of it. Yeah. Sorry if I spoiled it for you guys, but it's been off the air for like six years. Also, we are a show where we watch TV. Get over it. There are spoilers. If you don't like it, go somewhere else. <laughs> it's my podcast to do what I want. <laughs> um, swallow. I wouldn't yeah. swallow anything from you. You look like a toad. Yeah, he does. Also, he is not my type. He looks a lot like one of my uncles. <laughs> okay, so basically, he is... Okay, we are, we are talking about some small town big secret stuff right now. So the town was about to go broke. Yeah. And then Duke saved it. Well, Duke turned a blind eye to something to keep it from going broke. I happen to know what that something is, because I read the book. It's meth. They're all cooking meth. <laughs> like, the town is making meth. Yeah. Is that why there's a dome? That's why there's all that propane. Oh. But I don't remember why the dome happens. I just remember that, spoiler, Councilman Jim dies in a really excellent way. <laughs> I, I hope that continues to happen. So sometimes... Oh, now they're picking up the radio communications from the army guys somehow. Or pieces of it. And now they're starting to figure out what's going on, the radio people. And now Mr. Murder Guy is somehow... He's literally been everywhere in this town. How big is this town? Under the dome, apparently. Very big. <coughs> we don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Psycho versus murderer. Right. Who will win? Hey, um, I pick murderer. Somehow I like murderer more. He's a little more likable. Uh, yeah. 
Especially knowing that he already put a body in the ground. I don't know something about yeah, it. but we know there's like small town big secrets, right? So maybe he was putting a bad guy's body in the ground and he's the good guy. Maybe. Oh, Junior is an asshole. Surprise. Oh, Mr. Murderer guy is like, I can kick your ass. He definitely could. Yeah. Mr. Murderer guy looks like a tiny lumberjack, and Junior looks like a Calvin Klein underwear model. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's been very welcoming. Be seeing you. Junior's cray, and I don't like the look in his eyes. He got crazy in his eyes. Yeah, he does got crazy in his eyes. And she looks like a knockoff Deborah Messing. Yeah, her face looks like a smushed version of it. It does, like she walked into the dome. (laughs) (laughs) So Dr. Man husband isn't where he said he's going to be. So he's definitely having an affair. Yeah. So he's not dead, but he's having an affair for sure. Or we don't know where he is, but he's having an affair. He's always having an affair. Uh oh. The pointer lady is like, "No way, you're roughing it, Mainers. Don't let people do that. Of course, you're gonna come sleep on my couch. <laughs> Maybe I did that earlier tonight to someone that I actually know, not a stranger, and not an emergency situation. But it's all good. I insist you come home with me." weird. Because my husband is cheating on me and now I'm going to get back at him. <laughs> I feel like that's what that was. <laughs> I mean, it's not an uncommon thing to do. No. Plus, it's like, I don't live under the dome. Right. No, you do live under the dome. You're all under the dome now. Oh, we're having an under the dome party because all the teenagers are bored. Uh-oh. That means all the teenagers are going to start fucking soon. Okay. So, we talked... Sarah's from Chicago area, which means, like, big townish area. I'm from the suburbs. Okay, was there a, like, weird place that you guys went to party? Like, that was, like... I don't know. I was super straight edge in high school. Okay, so, like, I'm from small town Maine, and, like, see how these kids are all partying on that train trestle? We would all go out to the gravel pits to party. And then when I lived in Florida in high school, we all went out to the orange groves to party. They have no idea because people just went to other people's houses, like when their parents weren't home. Right. And raided their alcohol. Right. Which was top shelf. Right. Oh, now Joe is having a weird seizure, also talking about pink stars. And he was talking about whether or not the power source could be inside the thing. So Joe and Nori, who are about the same age, have had similar sort of seizure situations and talked about pink stars falling in lines. In lines. Don't forget about the lines. Straight lines? Just lines. They just say lines. I mean, when I think of a line, I think of a line being a straight thing. Okay, so Angie just got home. She's wearing a really cute little crop top. She's trying to find something to eat or see. See. She's trying to see. Oh, and Junior just fucking grabbed her from behind. Oh, I hate him so much. And she is trying to run away, and I do not blame her. Ugh, gross. And now she has hit her head. And is knocked out. Yes, you did. What did you think was going to fucking happen when you attacked your girlfriend from behind, you asshole? I hate men. Also, my podcast, I get to say that. So, that was kind of rapey. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sheriff and Pretty Lady Sheriff are hitching up their pants Oh, and going into the bar where sort of everyone has gathered, which is not shocking. If you're from a small town in Maine, you'll probably know. But it seems to be the only place that's got, like, food. And alcohol. Yep. The important I'm things. I have some hard news. And so the sheriff is telling them what's some going on. That is definitely the aunt from the OG like Sabrina. Yep. Yeah. That's Rose. Lost 12 of her own today. Ooh, 12 people died. 
Only 12 so far. What the hell is going on? Isn't it obvious? Why does she sound like she's southern? <laughs> if this is a name. At least they're not trying to have terrible Maine accents. They can still airlift her out of here. Well, I don't know, but if those eight kids out there can drop a car on Mars, they sure as hell can figure this out, too. When everybody gets home tonight, I want you to check on your neighbors. And if anybody needs anything, you know where to find me. Hopefully you don't live under the dome, otherwise you're going back to the police station. Yeah. Okay, so Angie's painted toenails. Oh, she just woke up and is sitting up and put her feet down into a giant puddle. She is in a basement. And not a fun basement. Like a scary, ooh. Scary basement, for sure. Ooh. And she's got bruises. And here's Junior. Kind of murdery. Super murdery. And she is screaming... And, and he is awful. Ugh. Oh, they're in a fallout shelter. Of course Hank has. You're safe now. Junior, you're a fucking creep. You're a psychopath. Yeah. You were acting weird because of the dome? And now I have to kidnap you for this because you don't love me anymore. Oh, yes, yes. You have all your No, that's usually a sign of it being a psychopath. So I just want you to hang out in this fallout shelter while I figure it out. Oh, that wink! He is literally twice her size. Ugh, poor thing. And she's locked in a terrible, creepy shelter. It's wet. And it's dark, and she's way underground, and she's padlocked in, and Junior's an asshole, and he looks kind of like a boy I went to high school with. And that's why it's creeping me out. Dad. Yep, he's Big Jim's son. Sounded like we might need the old shelter, but it's completely flooded. Oh. Uh, that's the least of our worries. Hope it matters that you're okay. Whatever this Dad is, looks I suspicious. appreciate that, but yeah, school, school's out there. I'm here, and I want to help. Okay, so basically Junior's being like, which Dad, Junior already said he didn't want to go back to school. I don't know that Dad knew that. Right. And now they're embracing tenderly. Or awkwardly. Or Dad looks worried. Like uncomfortably. Everyone looks awkward. They both look like they're probably not the best dudes. Mm-mm. And they probably feed off each other's bullshit. Most likely. This is what we call generational trauma, friends. But also it doesn't excuse really terrible decision making. <laughs> this is true. Okay, so Dr. Husband's still not back. She's but back she with Murder power. Boyfriend. We have a backup generator. Look at my husband in this picture. Wait, it's the guy he killed. Oh. Yep, that's dead doctor, dude. Uh-oh. Murder boyfriend killed her husband. Well, I don't think they're getting either. Not if he you must killed think her I'm an idiot. Yep. I do think you're an idiot. Because you're letting me murder boyfriend in your house. She certainly thinks her husband's cheating on her. I'm sure the whole town's thinking it. My husband isn't here because he's having an affair. Right. Well, no, actually, it's because he's dead. Right. But know. why is he dead? Because he's having an affair. 
Or because he's the bad guy. Also, does his face look like it was like literally cut out of a different picture and pasted into that one? He's not going to turn up because he's buried. And I buried him. I can't wait to meet him. (laughs) (laughs) I already met him and then I killed him. What's a nickel tour? A five cent tour. Oh, that makes more sense. I've heard of that. It's fine. There's weed involved. <laughs> All right. I was, that's the equivalent, oh, you're too young for that, never mind. What? I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Mall rats, or clerks. Oh, I've seen clerks. (laughs) Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. So, Sheriff Man is being like, there's things happening that you don't know about, and maybe this is punishment for our sins. Ugh. And he is not going to tell her things no. that she's going to need to know, I betcha. All right, he just touched it. Over a year ago, I was approached about. All right, every time he touches it. Maybe it makes him feel something. Maybe his pacemaker does a thing. Oh! I didn't think it would do that thing. His pacemaker literally exploded, you guys. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, Duke can't stay with you. He's got a hole exploded out of his heart. Duke's dead. Oh. And the... The army guys are just like paint, running around back and forth, and there's nothing they can do about it. And so we're getting the re- mil- the news outside. An unparalleled event in human history happening in Maine. So we're seeing it from the outside, and it's a giant bubble around the town. Surprise, it's a dome. That's it, you guys. Okay, now I want to watch more. Damn it. (laughs) This is how I end up watching a TV show every weekend, by the way. Like, I binge an entire season of something every weekend. Because I, I, like... I do that, too. I, like, record, and I'm like, okay, now let's watch more. Cool. Did it. (laughs) Did you like that? Did you hate that? It was actually pretty good. Yeah. It was a little gory. Like, unnecessarily gory. Like, did we need to see the bifurcated cow? Did we need to see the exploding pacemaker literally explode out of his chest? Probably not. But would it be Stephen King without it? Also, no, probably not. Definitely not. <laughs> um, or I think that, and I think that's why like folks have that perception of him, because his he's, stuff isn't really that scary anymore. He's kind of just murdery. He is a little murdery, but it's all small towns, big secrets. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. All right. We're going to close it up real quick because it's late here. We have carbo-loaded and gotten ourselves very stoned, and (laughs) I think it's just bedtime at this point. This show has been brought to you by Print My Bud, Scentsybox, Lisbon Cannabis Company, Da Vinci's Italian Eatery, and us. If you'd like to support the show or check out any of our social media, you can find us over at pilotlights.com. If you have a second... Log in on your iPhone, take five minutes, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We're starting to hit the charts, but the only way we move up those charts is with reviews, and we really need them. If you leave your name, we'll leave you a shout-out on the show. Thank you so much to everybody who has left us one in the last few weeks. I'm working on collecting those names. Huge thank you to Sarah. Thank you And for the 207 me. Foodie. Please go check that out as well. And let me tell you, Sarah knows all the good secret spots. It's official. Like, I know new secret spots. I'm not telling you. No, because if 
Because if I tell you, then it won't be secret anymore and we won't have any place left to go. It's bad enough that I told you I know. I've already forgotten what it's called if it makes you feel any better. No, you haven't. I know. I remember where it is, though. (laughs) You know exactly where it is. Yeah, I do. It's not a hard spot to find. No. And it's exactly nine minutes from your house. There, you can have a hint. Right. Come back. And next week, we are going to be officially starting Halloween month. And that means we are going to have Riley and our new gal pal joining us every other week. They're going to take turns rotating, and we are going to do all double episodes for the month of October because we all really love Halloween and scary things. So join us next week. We're going to watch two scary things, two Halloween-y things, and I am going to hang out with one of our regular gal pals again, finally. Thanks so much, y'all. Have a great night. Bye. Bye.